For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. Father, we thank you for this morning, for another opportunity to encounter you. We ask that you will open our eyes to behold wondrous things out of your law. In Jesus' name, Amen. Luke 18. I'm preaching on persistent prayer. How to pray prayers of persistence. We are in a fast, so I felt I should wedge some prayer encouragement into the system. Yeah. This Saturday, we are having a 12-hour prayer, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And I want everybody to make it your aim to be part of it. Add yourself to it. It's going to be a blessing. Luke 18, let's read from verse number 1. Everybody, please turn in your Bible. Locate Luke chapter 18 and verse number 1. It says, And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray. Oh, I said you should read with me. It wasn't clear. Eh? Okay, no problem. When the trumpet gives an uncertain sound, nobody can be gathered to battle. So it's, it's important that it's clear. Read with me. Turn in your Bible. Read with me. Not read with me as in, in your head, but aloud. Okay, I think that's the English. But two years. So the Prempe was more than the Achimota. So the English doesn't, it's, sometimes it's not straight like that. It just, I, I, I say it, it's in my head, but what I'm saying is not coming through. No problem. So let's read together, please. Go. And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Saying, there was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming, she weary me. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge saith, and shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, 
when the son of man cometh shall he find faith on the earth hallelujah here is a parable jesus is teaching jesus is the greatest teacher and the greatest teacher in the world but again also the greatest teacher of his own if you like religion if it's a religion you like just for the sake of argument let's make call it religion but it's not a relationship and he is teaching us about God the Father and he's using the analogy when you see a parable a parable is an analogy a parable is a typology a, a parable is a, a, a kind of um, using pictures illustration to you know make a point and he was saying that the purpose of the parable is also important for you to note what was the purpose what was the purpose what do you think was the purpose it's right there in the scripture what was the purpose what was the purpose you, you just read but you didn't think about the reading isn't it he says he gave he spake a parable unto to them to this end that means that to this purpose to this end means to this purpose that men ought always to pray and not to faint men ought to what pray and not to faint the word faint is from a greek word i won't mention it so that it doesn't confuse you it means to be utterly spiritless or to be wearied out or exhausted men ought always to pray and not to be utterly spiritless. Or, or you don't get the word spiritless. You know, the word spiritless is also a big word, but it's not so complex like that. So, the word spiritless, I have a few definitions here. It means to be apathetic. When you are spiritless about prayer, it means you are apathetic. I pray, I don't pray. It doesn't matter. It means to be lackadaisical. These are all big words that people use. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying them. It also means to be lifeless. It's like men ought always to pray and not to be lifeless. So some people are lifeless in prayer. Men ought always to pray and not to be limp. Another word is limp. Yeah. There are some people who are just bomb like that. It's like prayer is not part of the thing. Jesus is giving a parable. And the purpose, the end of the parable, the, 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 the reason why he's giving the parable is that men, are you a man? Men. And the Bible is very clear on this man is not just a, 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 a human, like a male. It's, it's, it's a homo sapiens. It's, you know, we can't always be saying he, she, and him, or uh, uh, men and women. Or to, the Bible will be very big. We can't even hold it in our hands. So every time say um, men and women ought to pray, men and women, uh, and, and he spoke to men and women, and uh, it will be too long. So sometimes they just use men. You know, as many as believed on him, to them gave he power to become the sons. It doesn't mean that girls are not included. Do you understand? He's using the sons to encapsulate both gender. And by gender, he means both just male and female. Just a human male 
XY chromosome and then X X chromosome. That is that also not a, a complex mix of the other day one pastor was coming to preach and said so he 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 he, he's, um, he couldn't bring his wife, his personal wife. And he said that and he and she she's a, she's a woman. <laughs> it's like he has to emphasize that his wife is a woman. Abba. What has the world come to? Anyway, so Jesus is speaking a parable and he says, Men, you included, men, young people, old people, workers, students, men, soldiers, bankers, nurses, doctors, men ought always to pray and not to faint. And if, if it was not necessary for Jesus to make that illustration, he wouldn't have put it in the Bible. It's one of his teachings that was captured. Classic teaching on prayer. And he kept telling us that I am from the Father. I know the Father. I, 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 I know him. So I am making him manifest. Do you understand? So I know the Father. Where I am, I know how. Even when he, wanted, he came to the point of death, he said, I, I, I know you. Father, I know you. Yes, all things are possible with you. All things are possible with you. If it, is be, if it be possible, let this cup pass. What he was trying to say is that where I come from, things are possible. Because I know you. I know you. I know that you have a way. You can adjust, make readjustments and realignments. So, from where I'm coming, I know you. And he's saying that where he's coming from, he's coming to tell us, we who are on this earth, that men ought always to pray. It's not a suggestion. It's not um, a kind of, it's not kind of just making a statement that if you like, follow it. If you don't like, follow it. You ought to pray. Ought. Ought means it's a command. And ought, men ought always to pray and not to faint. Includes Gina. 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 It includes Gina. I, I don't understand. It's not a it's not a class. Yeah. <laughs> it includes Auntie Vivian. Yes. It includes you. Patrick, it includes you. Men ought. Oh, I don't know if you are a man, but <laughs> you I'm sure you are a man. The ones who are in this room, you are a man. Well, we will not allow a goat to come through the gate. <laughs> it includes uh, my lawyer, Leonard lawyer friend here. Um, lawyer Krenzel, it includes you. It's like men. It, it includes Bishop Ampafu here. You may have a big body and feel that you are very well endowed, but ought, you ought always, not sometimes, always to pray and not to faint. But you see, sometimes when you are educated and you are, things have followed a certain logical, like you, when you were born, they took you to nursery, then. Uh, at, at what age did they take nursery? Five, four? No, three. Okay, pre, uh, they call it what? Preschool. So maybe two, um, even these days two, two. Then the career women are sending their little, <laughs> can't even speak, you know. <laughs> three months, sometimes three months, they just dump you in the school. Hey, start teaching my, my three month old baby at least something. Singing his ears. He likes music. You see. 
So, after that, I think class, uh, class one is six, five, six. Yes. So, from preschool, you went to um, kindergarten, the KG1, KG2, and then you entered class one. And then you were good in school. So, you went to class two, then common entrance or... Um, I think common entrance or what? Oh, BC. Okay, these days is BC. Then you passed. You also got a good school. You went to Achimota or you went to Presec, like uh, Professor Asu. You went to uh, you went to Aquinas first. Yes. So sometimes we are confused because he's a doctor, as if he went to Presec all the time. And the way he rejoices when they win the mass size. <laughs> As if he went to precept from Formoa. <laughs> he doesn't mention Aquinas so commonly. Because the precept is the one where Aquinas, we don't hear of them at the science and mass quiz. <laughs> They've won once. Aquinas, wow. He doesn't even know. Because he has worked himself by the precept. So it's like, yeah, I am a precept. Yeah, or that dear. Or that dear. But I think uh, you, are, you are what? Aquinas is what? Old Tom. Oh. <laughs> Who is an old Tom? Ah, okay. Yeah, it's also an old Tom. Yeah. But your name is somewhere old Tom. <laughs> it's not common. We don't even know that there's old Tom in the system. Anyway, so what I'm trying to say is that sometimes when things are followed, then from there you went to medical school, you went to law school, you went to... Um, Legon, you went to do some architecture, something, or you any, I mean, you are not an architecture student, but you went to, maybe you went to do social, so you see, a course yeah, and then or maybe you went to do just librarianship, there used to be a course, librarianship, like you, you go and manage libraries <laughs> like you sit down and just people come for books, you give them books I don't know why you have to go to university to learn about giving somebody a book. But I'm sure there's some complexity about it, for which reason you have to learn a lot of things. Yeah. Because librarians are supposed to be good readers. They read, they know how to help you to find things. Uh-huh. So now it's called what? Information studies. Okay. No problem. And then after that, you did your national service at a very reputable organization, and then you absorbed after that. And then it's like, you know, it's almost as if life goes along a logical pattern. So if you are not careful, what is called prayer will not be important in your scheme of things, in, the, in your line of in the activities, in your scale of preference. The list of things that you put it may be at the bottom somewhere. Do you understand? And that is why Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, the one who created this Christianity for us is showing us that there is something called prayer, which is talking to God. A God whom you cannot see. A God whom, who when he even speaks, you can't hear. Hey! He's wild though. He has also chosen, the, the, Isaiah described him as a God who hides himself. Meanwhile, you want to be found, and yet you hide yourself. It's like he's doing peekaboo with us. Do you understand peekaboo? Okay, hide and seek. Yes. Do you understand? 
So it's like God is doing us some cities like, hey, I'm here with them. You are, hey, you go and hide. It's like, ah. Show yourself so that we can see you and we can hear you and talk. Well, when we have friends, we talk to them, they talk to us, we see them, they see us. So why is it that you there? You have hidden yourself. That's why many people don't find prayer important. Because things seem to flow. Even there are some challenges here and there, but over time, sometimes, just time alone, just you just hang around. You see that some things have resolved and then you are moving on. So many people don't pray. They don't pray about steps they are taking. They don't pray about challenges they are facing. They don't pray about decisions they want to make. They don't pray about journeys they want to take. They don't pray about their children's future. They don't pray. They rather read books about people who have achieved things in life and then they focus on how to pattern that their children's lives along those paths. So prayer becomes something, and you can be in the church, you don't really pray. You don't pray. I mean, it's like when they announce prayer, it's like, it's almost like the prayer is for maybe some serious zealous zealots. <laughs> you see, the people who are just frisky and prayer warriors and people who have problems or people who have nothing. And those who have nothing to, you see them always coming for prayer meeting. As soon as they get something, no, they just disappear. Because it's like, we don't need God again. I've seen some young, young people be, who are in the church. Small, small boys. Everyday prayer meeting, coming to arrange, organize chairs, organize this, organize that. Then they get a job. Then you see them in some nice captains. No, I don't see them in the church again. <laughs> You see them on Facebook, shiny captains, tap, tap, tapping their phones, for, uh, nice photos taken, curl their hair with some small jerry curls, something, and then they are just there. You see them very nice looking. Say, hey, is it not this boy who was in the church hustling and being around? But now that something small has come into his hands, sometimes it's not big beer. Not big beer. Thousand, thousand, two. He was earning 500, now he earns 1,002. Why a boss? <laughs> hey, please welcome all of you who are on Sweet Melodies, please. God bless you. Come to church here. This is East Ligon Hills, the Macarius Church. Come to church here. It's a good church. Come and be blessed. Every morning, Sunday morning, you are blessed. God bless you, Dofupa FM. Thank you once again for always giving us a space on your radio station so that we can come through to our audience. God bless you. And those of you on Facebook and YouTube, you are also blessed. The Lord bless you. Keep your dad right where it is. Don't shift it. Don't change it. Some of you, you are on your way to church and you are listening to me and uh, I want you to pay offering every now and then send me an offering because you are being blessed by the message in the name of Jesus. God bless you. <laughs> Are you with me still? Yes. So you find that you can be on earth living here. A man, a homo sapiens. That Jesus is addressing. Men addressing. Ought always to pray and not to faint. And here in this passage, he gives us very, very powerful and important things to note. That can help you pray all the time. Are you listening to me? So let's get into the scripture. 
and uh, look at one or two things before the time disappears on us. So number one, the Bible says this woman and the woman represents the man and represents a person who needs to pray. You see, they says there was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. Now he's using the judge as a type of God. Not a type, but the, the sort of to an analogy that we come to God to do us justice. We go to the judge to do us justice. So then he says, this man does not fear God. He does not fear God, does not regard man. So the first thing you want, we want to look at is that God does not fear anyone. God himself does not fear anyone. God is not afraid of you. <laughs> God does not, he, he does, he's not intimidated by you. And this man was not, he, said, he was not intimidated by anyone. In Acts 10.34, the Bible says, Peter opened his mouth in Cornelius' house and said, Of a truth, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. But in every nation, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. God is no respecter of persons. God does not discriminate. Maybe because you are beautiful, or maybe because you are nice, or because maybe you, you come from a rich home, or maybe because of uh, your, your problems are deeper than other people's problems. So maybe God has more. God does, is no respecter of persons. So God does not fear anyone. Number two, many prayers are not answered for a while. Verse 3 says, And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. Verse 4. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her. So right there you see that the woman came to the judge a number of times and the Bible says that he did not answer her. So he's trying to, Jesus is trying to explain that this is what happens when we are praying. Do you see? For which reason some people become listless or limp or spiritless or apathetic. Or lakadesika. I don't think I finished giving you all those words. Sometimes the words are nice because brofwede. Or downcast. Or subdued. Or downhearted. Or unconcerned. Or unenthusiastic. Do you see? So he's trying to say that the woman kept, she came. And although the man could, would not answer her or deal with her matter for a while which is what happens that when you are praying sometimes your prayers are not answered for a while when i was younger i used to say that prayer god answers all prayers and he answers them fast but we have some teachings that there are three ways god answers prayer one is that he will say uh, yes or he will say no or he will say wait and when we were younger we said no God cannot be like that. That's not how God is. The Bible says that, call upon me and I will answer thee. (laughs) But I tell you that, if you walk with God for a while, you will see that sometimes your prayers, 
that you have prayed even 10 years ago, some of them have not, as if he didn't hear, or as if he's unconcerned, or as if he doesn't want to mind you, or that you have done something wrong. Do you understand? But over time, later you see that something that you prayed about, that you have even kind of forgotten to pray about them again, have been answered. If you look back. And so you see that it seems like God doesn't seem to be answering our prayers for a while. So because of that, many people stop praying. That's why Jesus said, men ought always, always to pray and not to faint. So if your prayers are not answered for a while, you shouldn't stop. Don't be listless. Don't be spiritless about prayer. You ought always to pray not to fail, not to give up. Not to give up. Not to be wearied out. It's like I'm tired. I, I don't know who this God is. I mean, you know. Why does God not answer your prayers at once? I found some scriptures that I want to read them to you. I don't want to explain because I don't want to explain. I'm going to read Judges 2, 21 to 23. Look at something there. <clears throat> he says, I also will not henceforth drive out any from before them of the nations which Joshua left when he died. God is talking to the Israelites. I will henceforth not drive out from before them of the nations which Joshua left when he died. That through them I may Prove Israel whether they will keep the way of the Lord to walk therein as their fathers did keep it or not. Therefore the Lord left those nations without driving them out hastily. Neither delivered he them into the hand of Joshua. So sometimes God doesn't answer some things speedily or outrightly because he's trying to prove your heart whether you will, you will keep his way to walk in it. Actually, it was a challenge the devil threw to God when he was talking about uh, Job. Do you think Job is serving you for nothing? He's serving you because of the business that is working, because of the family that he has. Because of the home that he has built. Because of the servants that he has. Because of the sheep. Because of the cattle. And God said, no, I know my son. If you like, take away all these things. He will still serve me. So there are times when God is looking at you. Wondering whether you are in the church. Because of what he's given you. And you are so singing, dancing. Coming for this because of a husband you are looking for. So he said, I will not do this at once for you. I'm trying to, I want to prove whether in your heart, and God knows your heart, so he's not proving it to himself, to you yourself, so that you are without excuse. Yes. So God sometimes does not seem to answer speedily or like he doesn't answer the things not being answered for a while because he left the enemies there he didn't give them over to Joshua because he wanted to prove the people so sometimes God wants to prove you and many of us fail now you will not keep the way of the Lord you will not come to church regularly again there are Christians listening to me 
Maybe you by chance you even chanced upon my preaching. You don't go to church anymore. You are not regular in church. You are you have become listless. You are limp, and you are you are you are unenthusiastic about church. Because God has seen in your heart that you are not really after Him. You wanted a nice marriage ceremony in a church, but not the God who is the God of the church. You wanted a nice uh, arrangement of whatever a funeral for your father or mother so you you came to the church regularly when your father was buried that was the end another verse i I found deuteronomy 7 22 he says and the lord thy god will put out those nations before thee by little and little why thou mayest not consume them at once lest the beasts of the field increase upon you But the Lord will deliver them into, unto thee. So why is he not doing it quickly? Why doesn't he drive them all out? He doesn't want beasts to increase on the field. I think it should be more complex dealing with serpents, snakes, scorpions that have multiplied on the land than it is to deal with Amalekites, Hittites, Hivites, Perizzites, and Jebusites, and Gegashites. He will destroy them, but... By little, by little. So why? If you are following God, open your eyes. Read your Bible well. Don't follow just some tradition that you understand. There is a God. He is is powerful. But there are enemies of your life that are not going quickly and at once. Because sometimes some beasts can arise in your life. You may not even know what it is. They say, I will not leave the land. I don't want the land to be just There will be beasts on it. Exodus thirteen seventeen he says, And it came to pass when Josh, when Pharaoh had let the people go, that God led them not through the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. He did not lead them in the land of the, the Philistines, although that was near. For God said, Lest peradventure the people repent when they see war and they return to Egypt. Yeah, there are some shortcuts to prosperity. But if you were to go through those shortcuts, you meet certain oppositions, you will, you will turn your back, you will not follow God again. So God may lead you on a longer route. Yeah. If God just, maybe your father died or some uncle died, then they said, now from today, your bank account is six digits, seven digits. In dollars and in partly dollars and some also in Ghana cities. And then there are houses that you should take over. And at your age and at your status, if they, you come into such a sudden, hey, you, you, even, you may even die before your time. Yeah. You can't handle prosperity at a certain uh, level. Huh? Why is God not blessing me now? You see, God is preparing you. You need to go through preparation to handle blessing. Because sometimes when you are not prepared, and you get, there are some people when they prosper small now, you see them. And you say what? Eh? Huh? Uh, ah, the person has not said anything, but 
you are so belligerent because something small, you have bought a new kaftan. <laughs> I'm on the kaftan people today, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Hey. You got a certain nice husband who has everything. Car, this, this, this. Hey, madam. Look, when you become madam, eh, you don't know the power. You see, when you see people with house health, and so you see a woman who has power, at least over this small girl, you will see something. Show you where power lies. You leave the house or I'll leave the house. <laughs> hey. Madam, how do you even bring yourself to the level of a house helper and say, either you leave the house or I leave the house? I mean, why? Eh? You are not on the same scale for you to even say, you will leave or I will leave. Who, who is giving you such a... <laughs> you will leave or I will leave. Ah! House helper. Just because she has eaten the bottom of the bread that you have left for two weeks. And you see the power that you wield. So sometimes God doesn't, he says, I would have taken them through the land of the Philistines, shorter to get to Canaan, shorter, far shorter. But when they meet, you see these Philistines, that's where Goliath came from. That's where Isbibonet came from. That's where all these brothers of Goliath, they came from. That's where Dagon, the God Dagon was. That they, they fought Israel, ah, I mean, throughout their years. They never give up. They beat them, they come back. They beat them, they come, they come with a new strategy. Okay, now we have a giant, a very huge man. If you can one, choose us one man, if the man beats only this man, we will submit to you. And if we also beat you, we will submit to us. Hey! So God said, if they meet this thing early, they will say, hey, Egypt was better. To thy tents, O Israel, let's return. It's better to go to Egypt than to face these Philistines. No, 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 no. The land, the journey will be shorter, but the war we cannot handle. So sometimes God says, no, no war for you. Go this way. Go this way. Go this way. You, you, you are, because of that, you have stopped praying. No, that he didn't answer. Said, the man did not answer her for a while. That's how sometimes God is. God doesn't seem to answer for a while. Because he is trying to take you through a better journey. Even cooking, you haven't learned to cook. And the way you talk to your brothers, that's not how they talk to husbands. But if they don't train you and you don't learn it before you go to the marriage, you will destroy the marriage. Cooking. Can't cook, can't manage. God is taking you through. Now you go and meet a, 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 a stepmother who doesn't pamper like your mother pampered you. You go to bed, you sleep. Ah, when they are waking up, Munja, no, leave her to sleep. Ah, why? Your mother will leave you there. Go and continue your sleep. Bad training. Hmm? When they are cooking and the oil is boiling, it's, it's, it's flying. Yeah, my skin. Oh, it's burning you. Go and watch. Uh, 
go and, go, and, go and continue what you were doing. So they won't let you come to the kitchen to come and experience heat. You can't wash your own things. Your pants, you have loaded them. Waiting for your mother to come and carry your pants and wash for you so you can get pants to wear. What type of training is that? You need to go through some place be where you meet a stepmother, half-mother, quarter-mother, surrogate mother, some type of mother, auntie bit that you go and meet. Hey! Why not you outside? Come on, hurry up, move from here. My mother has not shouted at me. Yeah, your mother should have shouted. She should have shouted on you. Some of us mothers, uh, we, we are spoiling the children because we didn't like the way they trained us. It was too hard and we found it too hard. And of course it was hard. Some of them were hard, but it was good for you. So God sometimes, I'm reading from the scriptures. It says, he says I will not drive them, I will not take you through the land shortcuts. However, I take you through shortcuts. Even Jesus, he has shortcuts. The devil told him that, ah, are you not so, you want to take over the whole domain? It was given to me, I can give it to you. Bow down to me. Shortcut. They say, hey, hey, I will not go through your shortcut. Because the long cut is to come to the world, be here, do miracles, do, 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 walk around, multiply bread, raise the dead, everything. Ah, then in the end, too, they are going to kill you. And they'll beat you. The killing is not just that you just sleep and die. They are going to beat they will bleed because they need blood to come out of your skin, all your orifices, and, 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 and blast you with a thorn on your head and say, You say you are a king. Bam! Prophesy. Who slapped you? Hey! Is that where you want to go? If you just bow to me, the whole look at all these kingdoms, they are yours. I'll give them to you, cry. You will not struggle. Don't have to go to cross. Cross? No, you know what is going to happen on the cross? Even Peter told him that, no, you will never go to such a cross. You will never die over my dead body. Jesus said, Satan is talking to you. I can recognize that voice. It's from Satan. You are Satan talking. Satan, you are talking. Shut up. So when you are dealing with God, you may go through some of these things and the, and the result will be that you stop praying. You stop praying. Because it's like, I prayed, Lord, I bound. I even gave a powerful offering to end this problem. It didn't happen. You become, another word is despondent. Yes. Despondent. You have become you are faint. You faint. You are, you are not. You are an an and an 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 enthusiastic about prayer. You are limp. When we say, "Shall we pray?" Even when we say, "Shall we pray?" That's not how you watch soccer. That's not how you watch soccer. Even the team that they are beating, that's not how you watch soccer. How is he doing that? Why is he playing that? Why is he playing that? You are not unenthusiastic. You are enthusiastic. You are, another word is animated. So this one is unanimated. Yes. 
So you are not animated. When we come to pray, you are not animated. You are not. You are listless. Spiritless. And Jesus said, you ought to pray. You ought to be alive in prayer. You ought to be, you ought to be vibrant in prayer. You have to be enthusiastic about prayer. You don't have to be limp. You have to be alive, animated, and excited, and, and, and enthusiastic about prayer. Always. 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 That's why we have prayer at the beginning of the year. It's not just, oh, you know, it's how unfortunate that we put something like that at the beginning of the year. But during the year, we try to add a few more. But people have the traditional mind that once I've prayed this 21 days prayer, it is enough. But Jesus said, men ought always to pray. Don't let the prayer you pray that has not been answered, because it says, and he would not for a while which is likely to be your experience if you start working with God. You are going to meet situations where you pray about and he doesn't seem to answer for a while. Shouldn't make you listless. Shouldn't turn you into an unenthusiastic person about prayer. You ought to remain, be stoic and steady and say, no, I'm not stopping I'm going to keep praying. I'm going to keep calling on my God. God will hear me. He will come through for me. Yes. Have I finished on that one? Should I give you one more? Exodus 23. 29. I will not drive them out from before thee in one year. Lest the land become desolate. And the beasts of the field multiply against it. By little and little, I will drive them out from before thee, until thou be increased and inherit the land. I mean, think about it. I remember when I was in Volta River Authority Day, I was a young graduate. I had to go and take over some senior principal, something, finance officer, big post. Hey, with a chauffeur, he had a car with a driver at his disposal. He had a house in Akuse, he had a house in Accra. So he comes every weekend, then he goes, so I had to go and take over his whole house. So when I went, the first initial, they gave me a three-bedroom house. Hey, no wife. <laughs> Young graduate, I've not even, in those days, when I get my salary, by the end of the month, everything is finished. So no furniture, no beds. I mean, it's like three-bedroom house without a bed. When you, you, it's like, what is this? Furniture, crockery. What you talk? But your mouth, three-bedroom house. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? So sometimes you need to. They have to give you some. So eventually they moved me out of that place. Well, they said somebody has a bigger family. <laughs> I said, when I enter the house, oh, everywhere is big. <laughs> everywhere is empty. When I speak, it echoes. Because there's nothing in the room. <laughs> it echoes. Oh, that kitchen there, I don't do anything there. There was nothing to do there. 
So sometimes by little by little, so that you increase and occupy. You increase. God, God is wiser than us. God is far wiser. So don't be hurt when the thing is not answered immediately for a while. So he didn't answer. Then stop praying or stop having an attitude. It's like they call for primity. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm, I'm part of it. It's working. I'm, 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 I'm serious. I'm, I'm, I'm throwing my hands praying. It's like, ah, have, they, have you got answers to all your prayers? No! But I am a man who ought to always pray and not to faint. I am a man. I ought to always pray and not to faint. So that was point number two. I just slotted this one in just to help your understanding of what is going on. I'm working it. Number three. Your continual prayers trouble God and wear him out. Verse five, he said, Yet because this widow troubled me. So every time you are praying about something that doesn't seem to have been answered, it's a kind of troubling nudging something for God. It's like, hey, this man again, he's praying, he's talking about the same thing. He's talking about the same thing. Hey, this man again, this man again, angels. Ah, That guy's making noise again. No problem, no problem. Don't mind him, you don't mind him, don't mind him. He's not intending to wear you out. He's not intending for you to stop praying. So Jesus said, men ought always. So even when you meet a situation that is like they are not answering or doesn't seem to be answered, don't give up because it's a kind of troubling, worrying something. Like he, she, because the widow troubled me. So your prayers, continuous prayers, persistent prayers are a kind of troubling something for God. Yeah, some of which you don't understand, but he has to. You are troubling him, like your your son comes, Daddy. I want this, Daddy. You know that it's not time. You shouldn't give him this this time, and you should be strong. But the fact that the person is troubling you with the request doesn't mean that oh, they are farmer or uncle. It's okay. It's okay. I I I sometimes their fathers like that. Say, hey, ah. Just give it to him. One well, Manasu is crying like that. Uh, and their children, they know if you respond to their cries, hey, they know that that's the controlling force. And some wives too also use crying. Now you start to discuss the matter, no, then they break and oh, it's okay, it's okay. So you, I'm sorry. Meanwhile, no issue. We have not talked about the matter, but the crying has closed the chapter. And then you apologize, and as you are going, you are thinking in your head, but the issue cry, we have not dealt with it. But anyway, if I bring it up now, she's going to cry. So, ah, I saw it very early when I got married. I said, hey, madam, the issue, no, me and can, we are talking about the matter. Finish crying, let's bring up the issue again. He said, we shouldn't talk about the issue, we will talk about it. We ought to finish this matter. Wipe your tears and let's continue the matter. <laughs> Otherwise, they will use tears to control you. Uh, before you realize you are, you are being controlled, you are like a, a joystick. <laughs> so, when your child is crying, you don't have to respond to the crying. Yeah, that's why sometimes I, you are crying, but God doesn't seem as if He doesn't know that you are crying. 
And you are praying and crying. You are shouting and crying. I will still not give it. Well, you don't need it now. I don't give you. It will happen now. Jesus is the one to say, I'm, I'm just explaining Jesus' point. And that is what he said. That The judge said that I, I, this woman troubled me. So it's like her talking. He was trying to say that men ought always to praise her. This woman is a, a type of Christian that you should be. Don't give up so easily. Because what you are doing is troubling the judge. The one who is hearing you is troubling him. Your continual prayers and persistent prayers are a trouble for God. Beautiful. Are you there? Next one, number four. Mm. Ah, my God. Tell somebody, don't give up praying. Don't give up praying. Saturday when we are praying, join! Don't say, eh... The thing for you never lost. <laughs> you, you, even that thing that you are saying, do you think it's true? Have you ever, haven't you had things for you where you lost before? <laughs> there are keys. You have had to change some doors because the keys got missing and the keys were yours. By it's finished, it's lost. If you like, don't, don't make another one. Have you not got your mobile phone missing before? If you like, don't buy another one. So the thing for you never lost is not an absolute statement. The thing for you never lost. It's not a, it's not an, it's not a, it's, 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 there is some small truth about it, but it's not a, a powerful, absolute truth that remains forever. It cannot, it cannot. God wants you to pray. And not to give up praying. And he said, this woman is the type of person you should be. Men ought also. He used the widow to say that, my brother, you are not a widow. And you don't have to say that I'm not a widow, so it doesn't apply to me. You are not a widow, but it applies to you. Ought to pray. I know you are a professor, but you ought to pray. I know you are a soldier, but you ought to pray. I know you have done press-ups and your shoulders are big. And you can beat people and you can defend yourself. But you ought to pray. Yes. I know you are pretty and you speak good English, but you ought to pray. I know you built your own house and I know that your house is secure because you have electric uh, wire, what do they call that thing? Fencing on it and, and it looks very secure with, with, with boom mastiff. Rottweiler. You have two Rottweilers, one boom mastiff. And one, the one with the big head is called what? Buabu. Yeah. <laughs> the, the head is very big like a lion. <laughs> with CCTV. So when you are even in the church, you can be scanning and uh, it's a motion sensor. Then it sends you an alarm that somebody has moved in front of your camera. Check, 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 check. And then when you check, you see that your house boy, he didn't come to church. He didn't go to church. So he's still working in the house. So you, are, you are quite secure. But you ought to pray and not to faint. But when you have a house that is carpeted, you can easily think that you don't need prayer. Oh yes. Don't need prayer. 
on Saturday we are praying and many days thereafter you must join yourself or you must yourself find a place to go and wait on God and pray. Hey, Christians, we ought always to pray and not to faint. I'm about to finish my message. I can see some people coming. I don't know whether it's this service or they are coming for the next. You cannot be in the service and say you are finished. Are you there still? Number what? Number four. God will execute vengeance on your enemies. God will execute vengeance on your enemies. Mm. He says, Hear what the unjust judge said, what the woman said, avenge me of my adversaries. The Bible says that, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her. I will avenge her. God will avenge your enemies. Lest by her conduct she weary me. And the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge said. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him. They cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them. Ah! Will he not do it for them? The Bible says that, I tell you that, he will avenge them speedily. I tell you that, he will avenge them speedily. God will avenge on your enemies. God will pour vengeance on your enemies. In the mighty name of Jesus. Your enemies are going to experience fire because of your prayers. Your enemies can expect trouble because of your prayers. Once you lift your hands up to heaven, there will be vengeance from God himself. God will avenge you. Your persistent prayers result in you being saved and vengeance being executed on your enemies. Vengeance will be executed on your enemies. On Saturday, you will stand and you will pray. Oh yes. There are enemies, everybody. See, when things logically move forward, don't think you don't have enemies. There are enemies that are fighting you in the spirit. There are enemies that have taken your name to a juju man. There are colleagues that you have. They have taken your name to a mala. They have taken your photograph. They've collected sand from under your shoe as you are walking around and they have gone to deposit it somewhere and incantations have been spoken over your head. But you will lift up your, ha- your hands to heaven and declare, Lord, any enemy of my life, I pray that he will avenge me. Avenge me of my enemies. And the Bible says that he will come and avenge you. Speedily. He will avenge you. Speedily. So when he is not doing it for a while, don't think that God is asleep. Don't think that God is dead. Don't think that God doesn't care. Sometimes the enemy seems to be here. Say, Lord, all these enemies that are on the land, they are plenty, oh Lord, can you not see that they are there? But the Bible even says that thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. So even sometimes the enemies have to be around. As somebody said, let my enemies live long so that they can see what I'll be in future. 
Yeah. They look for your downfall, but now you are hired and lifted up. They look for your demise, but now you are living large and strong by the power of the Most High. He will avenge you. Vengeance upon your enemies. On Saturday, we will lift our hands here and declare, Lord, vengeance on my enemies. Vengeance on my enemies. Vengeance on my enemies. Vengeance on my enemies. In 2024, anybody who has chosen to be an enemy of my life, enemy of my progress, enemy of my promotion, enemy of my prosperity, enemy of my ministry, in the name of Jesus, vengeance on them. Vengeance. You will see fire on them. Fire. Coming on them. He will avenge you. There's a song we used to sing. Say to those who have fearful hearted. Do not be afraid. The Lord your God. He's strong with his mighty hand. When you call on his name. He will come and say. He will come and save you. He will come and save you. Say to the weary one, your God will surely come. He will come and save you. Oh, we will say, He will come and save of some unanswered prayers. Don't become unenthusiastic. You ought to pray like this woman. She never gave up. And the unjust judge said, I will do it for her. And he did it for her. And God said, even an unjust judge, you see, he's trying to say that compare God to this unjust judge who even though he didn't regard man, he didn't fear God, look at what he did for the woman. Will not God do greater things for you? I want to affirm to you that and I want to submit to you that God will come through for you. God will do great things for you. God will come and save you. He will come and save you. Tell seven people, He will come and save you. He will come and save you. Sit down. 
Isaiah 35, 4 says, Say to them that are of a fearful heart, Be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. Even God with a recompense, He will come and save you. You are safe from all those who are trying to bring you down at your workplace. All those who competitors who are doing the same business with you, who are trying to bring you down. Writing letters to your um, suppliers and others so that you, you, they, they will defame you to them. By their letters, God will promote you. By their letters, God will promote you. Number five, you must learn how to bear long in prayers. The Bible says that though he bear long, God is very long with you. Why are you not bearing long with him? Be patient and bear long with him. Shall not God avenge his own elect which cry day and night unto him? Though he bear long with them. He bear long. Although he, he, doesn't, he doesn't seem to have answered for a while, he will come through for you. So don't give up praying. You ought to continue praying. And that's what gives you a testimony. Sometimes you stop praying, you complain, you grumble, you do all kinds of things. So when even a breakthrough comes, you can't even say that God has done it. So now, that you see that your, your face has died. But now you can't say that. You see, when I was praying, the Lord did this for me. And the Lord, you have given up, you have complained, even insulted God. Blasted pastors. Walked off from the office, walked off from your shepherd, and so on. Now, then, now the beloved has come, the marriage is on. Now, you are coming for counseling. That when you so your face has died, yes. <laughs> Though he bear long, God is very long. So, even the fact that he has not answered, you must keep praying, yes. Jesus is giving us information about how prayers are transmitted and how they are answered. Bearing long is essential for getting your prayers answered. Yeah. Beautiful. Number six. Last but one. I'm finishing. You must learn how to pray and never give up. <laughs> oh yes. Yes. The woman never gave up. Hey, day and night she was knocking. And you see, that's what Jesus said that ask and you receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open. Knocking. Sometimes you are knocking, you want to enter a place, you knock, Coco, they don't answer. You go away. Hey, there are people inside though. They have something inside for you. Keep knocking. Sometimes the people are talking, they can't hear or they are on some issue that they don't want to open, they don't want to finish their issue before they open you. And you too, you know, there are some people when they knock, it's as if they don't want to come in. They don't want their door to be open there. Tap, 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 tap. Very soft tapping. We can't hear. And knocking, you keep knocking. Bam, 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 bam. Bam, 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 bam. Bam, 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 bam. Sometimes the guy is asleep. The one who will help you, he's asleep. You have to knock harder. You have to bang on the door. That's why Jesus said, knock and the door will be open. 
But believers are too full of because we live in this microwave fast food life and generation, KFC generation, chicken man generation, pinkberry generation. You want everything quick, 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 quick. Hey, if God is God, is you answer now? If he doesn't answer now, then me, I'm going. I don't have time. Oh, sir, you should have time. It's for your own good. Me, I'm going to marry. Me, I'm going to marry. Go and find somebody. Say, hey. <laughs> Sometimes you tell people, pray before you go. Pray before you say, oh, we are flowing. We are flowing. You are flowing. We are flowing. Eh? You, are, you, you are clicking. We have chemistry. You check the physics. Or do you, you, you are using chemistry, not physics. Before the biology, even some of you, the biology comes before even the chemistry. So you move from chemistry to biology. And as for the physics, you don't, and the mathematics, the logical x equals to this, dy, eh, there is dy. Do you know there's integration in that thing? You didn't know, eh? Mm, you saw the chemistry, first. Oh, 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 Bishop, the chemistry is good. Hmm. Obey integration and differentiation. Hey! Calculus. You differentiate cosine. Yes. <laughs> Natural log. <laughs> you see something, and I say, hey! I didn't know that this was inside. Mm. It was inside. I didn't know that the mathematics was hard like that. Mathematics, doctorate level mathematics. Say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. Don't give up praying. Don't give up praying. Be a prayer warrior. You must be your own. Pe- you don't need. Don't pay people to pray for you. I don't know where you learn that thing from. That you give money to some people to pray for you. Men ought always to. You, the man, must learn to pray always, not to give money. Like some, some, you give an offering, or, oh, Bishop, I know that you are praying for me. Then you bring 1,000 Ghana cities. Share. Now, if I'm praying for you, do you think I'll charge you 1,000 Ghana? Huh? Huh? Share. Do you know it's not easy to pray? If I'm going to pray for you, do you know how? Eh? The other day, my, my, my uh, lady person was telling me that I was waiting on God. So I said, oh, Bishop, pray for us. I said, I'm praying for myself. Oh, Bishop, why? Why? Pray for us. I said, I'm praying for myself. So, Bishop, no. Pray for us. I said, well, at that point, he can come in. But I don't pray for myself. <laughs> hey! Share. Share. If I was praying and said, Bishop, pray for us, yes, thousand Ghana cities, it's not enough. <laughs> for you have to go on my knees. <laughs> if I go on my knees, you know, one knee that is on the floor, you know how much that is. <laughs> so there are some people who just pray, it's like, oh, I have personal prayer work. People can intercede for you, but it cannot replace your own. Always prayer. Always. And on Saturday, maybe you don't know how to pray long. It must be your challenge. 
I'm going to come and learn how to pray long. Instead of being a Christian who doesn't pray, beyond blessed, blessed, you are come pray again. Blessed, blessed, like you are going to say, blessed, blessed. What does it mean? That the blessed one should bless the food. <laughs> for, for, for what we are about to receive, we thank thee, O Lord. That's your prayer. You are finished. Or, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed, they make the son of the cross. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed, that new, that cannot come, that will be down there. Amen. That's not a prayer. Men ought always to pray. There are things happen, coming in 2024. It's not going to get easier for us. But even though it doesn't get easier, Daniel 11 verse 32 gives you an assurance that he said, those who do weekly shall he corrupt with flat, by flatteries. But the people who know their God shall be strong and they shall do exploits. Yeah, you will do great things this year. You, do. you have to be strong in the Lord. And strong in the Lord, it comes to prayer. Don't give up prayer. Don't give up prayer. Don't give up prayer. Let us pray. We will pray at dawn. Let's pray. Some of you, they said, don't pray. You will never join. It's like, media meda. I'm sleeping. You are sleeping your life away. You are sleeping your prosperity away. Because there are things coming in. Without prayer, you can't. Sometimes you need prayer bank. That you draw on. In your hour of need. A prayer bank. There are things that you store up in heaven. The Bible says that there are some vials, some bowls in heaven full of incense. The Bible says that they are the prayers of the saints. I think it's Revelation chapter 5 verse 8. Yes. 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 And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb. And ha- they having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. Yeah. There must be a vial in heaven that contains the odors of your prayers. There must be bowls in heaven containing odors, smelling, sweet smelling odors of your Then they, they, they are pouring it in the bowls like your vase, but some of us are about to be empty. So this week, have a change of heart concerning the fasting and prayer. Look, even if you are not able to fast, like because when you are fasting, it's very hard. Which is all a good spiritual exercise. It's hard, but it's good spiritual exercise. You have to fortify yourself. There are people who take you to Juju men and Juju men say, Why did you bring such a person? Because in the spirit they can see that, hey, this person Nimuo dupe in the spirit. It's fortified. And it's your prayers that fortify you in the spirit. You'll be fortified this year. You'll be fortified this year. Yeah. When you say it, uh, the guy standing there say, Hey, who is this person? Who are I can't see anybody on the thing. There's no picture coming on the, in the water. What is that? Who, who is this person? Say, Oh, it's my neighbor. No, it's not your neighbor. 
take it away, take it away, take it away. Oh, why? Take it away. Hey, 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 take it away before I do something to you. You run from the juju man. Because the person you are taking in the realm of the spirit is fortified. It's powerful. Maruka Sikatayaga. Reto Samyahagali Baratusiam. Thank you, Lord. Don't faint. Don't faint. Tell your neighbor, don't faint. Don't be listless. Don't be what? Limp. Don't be limp. Don't stop praying. Stand at the same place. Pray the same prayers. Stand at the same place. Make those same prayers. Lift your hand again. Pray those same prayers. Pray other prayers. Pray another prayer. Pray for somebody with the same problem. Pray the same. Don't stop praying. God is hearing your prayers. Last one. Persistent prayer requires a lot of faith. At the end, Jesus said, at the end of that passage, verse 8, he said, Luke 18, 8. Death, oh, yeah, I tell you that he will avenge them. Speed. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? You see, the whole thing is about prayer. About men ought always to pray and not to faint. And when he finishes, he says, will he find faith? That, will he find people who are always praying? Because your persistent prayer requires faith. It's, an, it's a great act of faith to keep praying. Are you listening to me? Will he find you? Are you a man of faith? You have to pray. Even when your prayers are not don't seem to be answered for a while I like that sentence although he answered it for a while he did not answer it for a while Jesus was showing us that sometimes for a while prayers are not answered but we don't give up we don't give in well, when we are men of faith we pray because we, are, we believe that God hears prayer now when you don't pray you are actually saying that God doesn't really He's not there or he doesn't really answer prayer. Are you there still? Yeah. yeah. God whom you cannot see. Now you pray to him. Yes. You require faith to pray to a God who repeatedly doesn't say anything. And you have to say the same thing over and over again. God will hear your prayer as you keep praying. He may have heard you the first time, but sometimes that. Remember the things we said. Sometimes just by little by little, he wants you to just enter and occupy by little by little. But nevertheless, will he find people who, who keep praying? Will he find people who, are, who lift up their hands? Will he find you one of those people who lift up your hands like, I lift my hands to somebody I cannot see, but I, can, I feel he can hear. I lift my hands. Adon will be praying. The links will be sent. We'll be on Zoom. Adon said, Shall he not? He said, Though he cries unto them day and night. It's like daytime, nighttime prayers. I have to add myself. Don't say that. I'm not going to be part. You have to. You have to. You have to. A man of faith. Keep praying.
Woman of faith, keep praying. Brother of faith, keep praying. Mother of faith, keep praying. Your prayers and your act of prayers show that you believe in God. You believe in a God whom you cannot see. Sometimes when I see Muslims, I say they believe in Allah more than Christians believe in Christ and God. We don't pray. When we are fasting, but when Muslims are fasting, they are all, of course, they'll, they'll eat in the morning. But sometimes when they say our fast from six to six, I don't know what they mean, whether it means that you can eat at four or eat at five. But we'll say I don't eat at six to six. So if it's six to six, if I eat at two o'clock or four o'clock before the six, am I in violation of any covenant? I don't know whether I'm in violation. I don't know. It's a question I'm asking. Because the way, so me, I don't like six to six. It's like when we start praying from dawn, we we'll start at five, we finish at seven. You are on your way to work. You are working. Put yourself in that mood that I'm. I'm trying to be spiritual this week. You are not like that. Oh, eh, ukoto gobe chale to be brave. Why not? I mean, I yeah, I'm not paid yet. Faster, no, I was saying me breaking in time. He said, You are too fleshly. Don't have to be talking so I have to break my fast early too. This thing and so on. Oh. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. Don't give up prayer. Don't give up praying. Don't give up joining prayer meetings. Don't stop praying on your own. I pray that this Saturday we'll be able to pray three hours non-stop prayer like hey man, non-stop for three hours. Give one topic or two topics. You pray three hours for you to have a certain training that I'm able to pray. Jesus was surprised when he came to find Peter that he had, one hour he was asleep. Some of you they give you one hour if they don't lift a song you will fall asleep. Or you find your phone and start sending messages and watching uh, football scores and reading news, CNN news, Joy FM news, Ghana web. You'll be, you'll be reading news. Lift your hand and say, I'm going to pray always. I'm not going to faint. I'm not going to be listless. I'm not going to be spiritless. I'm not going to be unenthusiastic. I'm going to pray always. Always. Oh, say it like, uh, uh, hey, always. Always. Even the thing that I'm saying for you to repeat, you can't say. Then the prayer that must come from your own mouth. When will, how will you open your mouth to say it? Charlie, right now, uh, we need aggression in the spirit. Because the year that we have entered in, I can't promise that things are going to be easy at all. It's election year. Election year are tight moments. I'm telling you. And whether, whatever happens in this year, it is when you are strong in the Lord that you stand. And it is when you are strong in the, Do you think the, they say, oh, they have that from here, this from here, this from here, this from here. But there will be other things that will be introduced that you can't even see, but you have to be paying for. And all of it will be siphoning your money and making austerity measures making the system tighter and tighter but the people who know their God they will be strong and they will do exploits clap your hands, stand to your feet let's go home
men ought always to pray and not to faint. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. And so say, I will pray always. I will pray always. I will not faint. God be my helper. Clap your hands, clap your hands. Speak in tongues for a few seconds. Speak in tongues for clapping your hands and praying in the spirit. Praying, thanking him. Praying. Yes. Telling yourself, I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray more. I'm going to do my best. Balora Kaslindele Metoria Bada Shandala Makoria Bapandali Maderia Rako Sayaba Teria Bahandele Sio Kafandalaba Rapandalaba Deria Rakasendele Boshideria Rapandala Makaria Retosiaba Delele Santa Delele Mekoria Andali Mashia Katia Sotamide Santele Mede Roca Piade Rapandalaba De Iquasa Piade Father, we thank you for your word. Jesus, thank you for guiding us, teaching us how to pray. Teaching us why we must persist in prayers. I pray for all of us here for the grace to continue doing what you teach us to do. The grace and the strength to do what you have called us to do. We give you praise in Jesus' name. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, maybe you are here today, somebody invited you, but you are not a born again Christian. Wherever you are standing, I want you to lift up your right hand so I can pray for you. Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. Oh yes. Thank you Lord. In Jesus name. Thank you Lord. Lift only one hand. Just only one hand. God bless you. Pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be a serious Christian. Lift up your hand. Don't leave this room without giving your life to Jesus. If you have lifted your hand, come to me right in front here. after me heavenly father thank you for today please forgive me for all my sins and wash me with your precious blood from today i will serve jesus for the rest of my days please write my name in the book of life please write my name in the book of life i'll serve you forever in jesus name 
Amen. God bless you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It's time for the communion. Wish was broken for you. And drink, this is my blood. Wish was shed for you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. His body. For my flesh is indeed and my blood. Anybody who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. Thank you, Father. We come to the table of the Lord recognizing the power that it releases into our lives. Right now, may He prepare us and prepare you for this supernatural meal, this supernatural encounter. Oh yes. When this body enters your body, may it consume every disease, every illness. Just like the serpent of Moses consumed the serpents of the other magicians. And when he lifted it up, it was still the same. May that body, the blood that goes through your veins, your system, may it eat up any disease it finds on the way. May it eat up anything it comes into contact with. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord bless you and the Lord heal you. Father, we thank you for the body and we thank you for the blood. As we partake of them today, let life come into our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. Eat the bread, drink the wine. your loved ones the Lord deliver you from the arrows of death arrows of poverty arrows of shame arrows of satanic slime that brings you down the Lord continue to bless you and help you with his mighty right hand when men say you are down may he lift you up when men say that you can never make it, may he bulldoze you through whatever obstacle and barrier. By your God, run through every truth. By your God, leap over every wall. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. We have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the word of God preached by Bishop Eddie Addy. 
Do join either of our Victory Secret Services from the Macarius Church Headquarters, East Egon Hills, Accra, this and every Sunday at 7.30 and 10.30 a.m. Connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. God bless you and lead you in a series of victories.